0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary bdw report prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus bob lonsbery right now i'm dave smith news radio 570 wsyr now on 1069 fm thanks to appreciate that uh, good afternoon americans and hello my friend it is a, a delight to be here uh, with you i um uh, I'm going to try not to spend today's program ranting and raving about how stupid your governor is. But your governor is pretty dang stupid, boys and girls. It is it is no getting around it. And uh, he also has a malicious streak going down his back that's about a mile wide. And unfortunately, uh, many people around here have been victims of that uh, uh, nasty streak of his. It, 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 and here's an illustration. We have spoken about the continual... Uh, delay on the part of the state to allow the reopening of malls. And uh, yesterday, uh, the governor apparently uh, let uh, slip his reasoning for why malls uh, ought not to be open now. He said that the air conditioning systems at malls don't actually kill viruses. He does not think that they are effective at killing the COVID virus and that they may actually just recirculate the air and uh, that will need to be addressed before malls can open. Now, at that point, you just want to stop him and say, Andy, either you're really stupid or you think we're really stupid because the average person, well, not ready to go get an HVAC job, understands some certain basic things about, say, oh, our furnaces and air conditioners. Uh, uh, for example, There is no expectation that an air conditioner will kill a virus. It is not a disinfectant. It is not an antimicrobial device. Uh, The air conditioner invented uh, in Buffalo, perfected in Syracuse. Thank you, Carrier. Um, It it, it removes degrees and humidity from air, uh, rendering it cooler and drier. And therefore, ever so much more pleasant uh, when we have privilege of in the summertime being in air conditioning. Um, his, uh, th- th- there is no, it- it's not designed to kill viruses, and to create the impression or the expectation that that's what air conditioning is supposed to do, and that somehow you cannot uh, allow people back into a mall because the air conditioning uh, may not kill the virus, is just it's preposterous, Mr. Governor. Further, uh, this notion that uh, all it does is recirculate the air, I, I recognize that you were sort of raised in the governor's mansion and have lived in circumstances where you haven't had to change the furnace filter. But you do understand, sir, that um, every uh, heating and air conditioning system has like an air return. Uh, wherein, you know, it's like that grate in your floor or something like that where the air goes in and then it will be uh, uh, processed through your uh, furnace or whatever else like that, your air conditioner, and then it will come back out through the vent. And it will be uh, warmer or colder as you and the thermostat decide, right? Um, Every heating and cooling system recirculates air, sir. That's one of the basic ways in which they work. And like I said, everybody who's ever had to change a furnace filter knows that, sir. And that's really most of us in New York. So uh, your ignorance of how climate control works uh, aside, you, of course, have allowed, for example, tomorrow museums to reopen. Bars and restaurants uh, have been allowed to uh, reopen. You've allowed places of worship to uh, begin to reopen at one-third occupancy. You have allowed essential stores, as you've called them, like Walmart and Wegmans, to uh, uh, pile up the profits over the last few months. I'd I'd like to point out to you that each one of them, sir, of course, has a climate control furnace or air conditioning system, which is, in terms of all functionality, uh, exactly like that used at Destiny USA or any other uh, mall I- I- in principle, right? The, uh, as Dr. Freud would explain to you, some of them might be bigger than others, and the one at uh, Destiny USA might be uh, unusually large, but it's the same principle. And so if you say, Mr. Governor, that it is safe to go into a museum or into a bar, or into a restaurant, or into a Walmart, or into a Wakeman's, uh, or into any other uh, uh, commercial space that is climate-controlled, sir, that is the exact same circumstance and condition as will be in a large shopping mall. It is merely a difference of scale, not of principle. And so to point to the HVAC system, the air conditioning um, and say that is what is keeping people out of malls is, is, again, preposterous, sir. It shows you to be a fool or a liar. And if you are a liar, you are completely contemptuous of us because you believe that we are so ignorant about how these uh, basic devices work that we couldn't see uh, the folly of your assertion. So I just find myself enraged at this man. That's, uh, again, this lie he told relative to our people at the malls. And I think the folks at Destiny USA, the pyramid people, I don't know if we can get them to come on the show or not, but they've been throwing out press releases here left and right about their HVAC system, about the, I think it was, $80 million in a sales tax they collected last year. It's interesting that uh, the mall has to remind uh, the power structure, that it is useful and important, right? I, I wish the mall also would calculate for us how many uh, employees are not inside that building working today. Uh, this shutdown has cost how many good people their jobs. And I also wonder with uh, some of these stores in the mall, Will they continue once it ultimately opens uh, in business, uh, either as franchises or company stores or as locally owned independents? Can they weather this storm? I'd like some stats on that. Um, I have uh, great sympathy for the people who work at the mall, the people who own the stores, and for the mall uh, proprietors themselves. They are being screwed and tattooed. Uh, And and that's just on on malls. We've got a whole lot to say about tourism in just a second. Jay, I appreciate you calling us up, my friend. Welcome to 570 WSYR.
1: Great to be here, Bob. How are you? Good,
0: buddy. I hope you're the same.
1: Well, I'm on my way to work, but I just wanted to point out one thing. You know, somebody back in my day when I was working told me I was full of excuses. Um, Governor Cuomo, he's full of excuses, too. He comes out with a new excuse every day as to why he can't open up this country.
0: Yeah, what do you think? State. What do you think his real motivation is? Why won't he allow us to reopen?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe ego, but I think you know, if if these blue state governors keep it up, uh, there's a very good likelihood that some of these blue states going to become red states come November.
0: Potentially, Jay. I appreciate the call. Um, I think that the governor acts the way he does for two or three reasons. One, it's like, uh, you know, you ever hear that old uh, 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 d- joke? A lot of people told it when I was a kid. I don't know if I can tell it here. I can't tell it now. But uh, they'd say to you, you know why a, a dog licks his private parts? And you go, no, why does he do that? And it, the punchline is, because he can. And um, I think, uh, you know why Cuomo screws with us? Uh, because he can. I think that there is some thrill of exertion of that power uh, over us. It is some uh, species of megalomania that gives him a a charge. I also think that he's a man much given to uh, vindictiveness, and I would be curious if any uh, mall associations or mall companies or mall-owning families uh, may not have ticked him off and that he's getting some form of payback uh, right now. The Wilmot family you've heard about, uh, they— something of a counterpoint in upstate New York malls to the uh, uh, Conjol family of Syracuse. But the Wilmot family was very, very close to him in terms of significant donors. I can't help but notice that the uh, continued refusal to allow the opening of malls and uh, non-native casinos creates a situation where the Wilmots, who um, opened Del Lago and now I think have a management contract with it having sold the uh, uh, enterprise. And and then they've got a couple uh, uh three malls over by Rochester. The the Wilmots somehow have gotten in his doghouse because, uh, you know, he's certainly sticking it uh, uh, to them. Uh, uh, about tourism, just a moment. It's time now for Traffic and Weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, troops. Welcome back. Uh, and again, I don't want to complain about uh, your special boyfriend, Andy, uh, all that much. But the impact, as we pointed out yesterday, on the tourism business of this uh, quarantine for travelers from nine states uh, is just going to be horrific. And if you, if you, all tourism opportunities in the state of New York end up becoming places you don't want to go if you're from one of these nine quarantine states, because um, if you show up here to go see Niagara Falls or if you uh, were going to spend a week at Scanty Atlas or if you had rented a cottage for a week anywhere on one of these beautiful lakes, if you wanted to do some hiking in the glorious Adirondacks, uh, if you wanted to come ride your bike along the canal or, or paddle it or whatever along those lines, if, if you woke up uh, in faraway Texas and said, bye, Cracky, I've got to go to the Salt Museum in Syracuse, New York, I'm sorry, but you're SOL. Because if you come here, according to the governor, and he doubled down on it afterwards saying that they may randomly check people who come on airplanes, they'll get numbers and call people and verify that they have gone into quarantine. But if you should want to visit any of those places, come spend a nice week in New York, you can't because you would be theoretically under law obligated to instead spend uh, two weeks in quarantine, uh, is some motel room not leaving, not having contact with the outside world. Inasmuch as there are a great many people who make their living in our region from you know, the hospitality and tourism industries, how possibly can he do that or think that that's rational or right? Tony, thanks for calling, sir. You're on 570 WSYR.
1: Hi, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. I, I think you might ask Andy wrong on this air conditioning thing in that I think he may be trying to save the mall-goers while at the same time time get rid of us church-goers. Because if you look back a little over a year ago, he relaxed some laws that are driving most of the churches into bankruptcy. And then you go back just a few weeks ago, he said, okay, 25% of your congregation can go back to church, allowing that air conditioner thing to just poison 25% of us. And now, a couple a week ago, he goes, okay, now 33% of what's left of you churchgoers can go and get poisoned as well. Boy, well, you keep that going, and there's not going to be any churchgoers left because of this doggone air conditioning.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I Air conditioning is a tremendous blessing. And, you know, I recognize that Syracuse's relationship with the Carrier Corporation right now is a little bit different than it may have been in the past. Um, but uh, this area's connection with air conditioning is something to be extraordinarily proud of. It is a gift that uh, the hardworking people of this area gave the world. Um, you made the settlement, the American West, you made the American summer uh, bearable, and, and I appreciate it. The governor simply put his wrong, my friends. We're going to stop. Dave Smith's got the newscast. We'll be back when he's done. After that, I'll beg your calls on 570 WSYR. Purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 9 FM. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Here's a question I want to ask you, a gentle listener, uh, hopefully uh, to elicit your call at uh, 315-421-9797. We have uh, gone on four months now. I've been doing this uh, uh, COVID deal, and uh, it started out with everybody working at home or everybody uh, not working. As it has slowly reopened, there are people who are reporting to work, but there are a great many people who still are working from home. I wonder where you think this is going to go. I wonder how it has worked for you as an employee or as an employer. I, I, as we now may be, like I was talking to somebody the other day, a, a pretty large employer, and they have almost everyone at home, and the plan is they're not going to look at bringing people back Uh, until Labor Day, and then they'll see how things are and make their call uh, then. At Broadcast Central here, uh, a very large percentage of our employees uh, are working remotely uh, or exclusively from home, and it seems to be going great for them. When you work at home, Do you get extra benefits of time with family? Do you not have to get dressed quite as nice every day? Do you uh, spare yourself the commute time and the the gasoline and the uh, buy-in lunch out? I mean, are there benefits to working from home? And are there liabilities that come from working uh, at home? Do you uh, not quite get into the same professional mindset at the house that you might at the office? Uh, do you uh, find distractions at home? I mean, uh, is family running around? Does the dog need to uh, go out? Do, 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 do the people who are there sort of forget that you are at work and think that you are uh, uh, just hanging around the house? Is it uh, from the owner, from the boss's standpoint, uh, d- does this affect overhead, say? If we've discovered we can perform most or all of our functions by working remotely, then if the boss is looking at, okay, what's the overhead? What's my overhead expense? What does it cost me to uh, have to have, say, you know, this office or with this many uh, places for people to work, uh, electric and, and all the other stuff? If we work from home, all of a sudden, I, the boss man, am not you know paying the overhead. Uh, you are right. It's at your house. Use your own electricity. I, I and and also has anybody had the situation where when we first got the stay home order, you were thrilled, a, a feeling liberated from the ball and chain of the office or the shop, and has that uh, feeling or sensation for you reversed itself? In the time since, have have you come to miss uh, work and that environment in terms of inner reactions with colleagues and stuff like that uh, or customers are Zoom meetings just the same as in person. The casual camaraderie of, you know, the water uh, 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 t- fountain. Where, where, where do you drink water if you work in an office? Uh, what, but water cooler. OK, all right. But uh, do, do you miss the interchange with your coworkers, or are you glad to be shed of them? Is the concept of unit identity and cohesion, we're all part of a team here, is that important to you? And does that, find, does, that does that get forgotten about when we don't work together, or could it even possibly be enhanced? Uh, these are kind of questions I wonder what you have uh, discovered. And here's the deal. You and I are apt to be workers, but there are an awful lot of bosses who are looking this at this, and they are thinking, well, what can we do here? And it's quite possible that, you know, however many more months it takes for this thing to truly pass from our midst, I, I sort of wonder what the workplace will be like after that. If we have become come accustomed to working from home, if the bosses have come to say, hold it, we, if we don't have to house all our employees uh, all day, every day, we, we can save a fair amount of overhead money, uh, or do you find that uh, working from home, uh, people kind of mail it in, and you don't have the same productivity or efficiency that you would have with a directly supervised uh, in-person workforce? I think that the answers to any of these questions can be situational, right? Meaning it can vary from person to person or workplace to uh, uh, workplace. My, my take on it has been this. Uh, I worked from home about the first month or so, um, and then I came back to work. And then the technology that allowed me to work from home became you know, a lot less reliable. So I had a strong encouragement, inducement to work from uh, Broadcast Central and, you know, it's I, I am fine with it. I, I think I prefer to come to work. But one thing I do note is that the, the work environment is so different. There are far fewer people here. And once you leave your particular uh, uh, company or whatever, and you just go say, I'm going to walk down the sidewalk, or I'm going to go in the elevator to another uh, floor in our building, or, or things along those lines, you discover... Uh, fairly quickly that, that it's sometimes a little bit of a deserted world out there, you know? I uh, was on the elevator the other day with a lady, and uh, I was shocked almost because I had not been uh, on an elevator with another person who wasn't related to me uh, since March, and I wondered, oh, my gosh, am I doing something wrong? Do you mind if I go on there with you? I promise not to exhale any germs into the, uh, into the world. Anyway, um, I, I, I myself, I like going to work, and I like having uh, coworkers and colleagues around. And I think that that helps me to perform better. But I'm just one person. I wonder what it's like from your perspective. Mike, glad you called up, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Oh, hey, Bob. Uh, thanks
1: for taking my call. Uh, I want to I wanna be up front. I'm, I'm retired, but I've been thinking about the long-term implications of uh, people staying home. And I think just the d- dumb term, boy, that it could affect everything from... Uh, positively for the employer, from insurance costs to the legal costs, because if people are staying home, it reduces the discrimination, uh, sexual harassment, cases that they'd be paying out, uh, which has got to help with their insurance. Uh, As you mentioned about not commuting, it's got to help people uh, save a lot of money with uh, cars and parking. So in a lot of ways, uh, I guess, and the other thing with real estate, I think it's going to change the the real estate market uh, in, entirely due to the fact that people are going to have to they're going to have to look at, to how, how are they going to repurpose the buildings. So, y- your thoughts off the air, but thanks for taking my call.
0: Thanks, buddy. I hope you're having a wonderful day and I hope you're enjoying your retirement. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to hang up too. Um, I think the gentleman's points are all very good ones, and um, I'm all for progress and I- I- improved efficiency and innovation. Uh, but, but I'm also a little bit of a sentimentalist, and I hate to see people lose their how they make their living. And anytime there's change in an economic function, uh, there will be people who are dislocated. And you know, I, again, I'm trying not to be sentimental, but you know there are businesses which support uh, the workplace from the convenience store that sells us gas at 5 o'clock in the morning uh, to the landlord here at the uh, big building where uh, work rents some space. And there, likewise, are the folks who are on the cleaning crew and the uh, physical maintenance crew. And, you know, there there are associated workers. And I hate to see uh, their job go uh, away. But I think that your your points are excellent ones. And I think that if you just sit down and, 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 and contemplate it, it becomes pretty obvious that um, there could be a strong financial uh, motivation for our bosses not to bring us back all the way to work. Uh, do it from home might have some... Uh, some, you know, benefits. One of the reasons in our culture we don't do it from home much is that, you know, most jobs in the past from a technology standpoint required us to go to work. Here is the work. You come here and do it. Uh, That's, as we just determined, is not always uh, the case now. There are people who can do their work completely uh, uh, from home. And, uh, you know, that, 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 again, may be a new reality. So we'll see how it goes. I miss the water cooler talk. I miss the uh, busting chops with people. And I miss some of the uh, ideas and information and inspiration you can get. Uh, speaking casually to co-workers who are often people in the same field, quite obviously, and facing the same challenges, and maybe you have learned some of the lessons that you still need to learn uh, about your vocation. Time for Traffic and Weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, friends. The uh, Erie Canal, for most of its length, will open tomorrow. Uh, I am grateful uh, for that. Um, it, it will allow, you know, you boat people to get out there. It will allow the people work the locks to re- resume their employment. Um, I uh, scratched my head when the state said that uh, it would have to keep the canal closed in order to stop the spread of the uh, COVID virus. If the Erie Canal is a secret spreader of pathogen in our midst, um, I would be uh, surprised. Uh, uh, Donald Trump is in a unique position politically. Um, He is, for the first time, uh, either this campaign cycle or four years ago in that, he is uh, uh, trailing uh, in every battleground state. You know there are states that are going to vote for the Republican candidate and states that are going to vote for the uh, Democrat candidate, and then there are the ones in the middle. And from those ones in the middle, there are some certain good-sized ones that you have to win if you're going to have sufficient electoral college votes to become the president of the United States. Well, uh, a circumstance is right now that Joe Biden in every national poll has at least a 10-point lead over uh, 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 Donald Trump. And further, that in each of the battleground states which is where uh, Trump pulled out his victory last go-round. Today, uh, he, Donald Trump, trails uh, Joe Biden in every single one. Now, uh, we've still got plenty of time, but right now Joe Biden is polling with the public uh, in a way that has only been seen twice uh, in the modern era. And, you know, polling doesn't really extend back much before the modern era. But uh, Joe Biden, right now in terms of public support, is where Ronald Reagan was as he approached his second uh, election. And Joe Biden is about where Richard Nixon was as he approached his second election. Now you might say, oh, Nixon, Watergate bad. But at that point, as he was seeking reelection, Uh, He was a behemoth, Uh, ditto for Ronald Reagan, and both uh, Reagan and Nixon went on to have just electoral college landslides. And so, you know, I'm hopeful for Trump and everything else, but uh, right now, we can only say it's bad polls so much. There's a point where we've got to realize that we're going to have to get serious about this uh, campaign, or we, the Republican Party, and I believe the country, are going to lose it. It is time for news with the great Dave Smith. We'll be back when he's done on 570 WSYR. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.